Oh, hello. Welcome to the After Hours Sessions podcast with your host, D-Rock, and I'm honored to be joined by a special friend of the show, Mr. Hans Vonderkill. How you doing, Hans? Hello, D-Rock. How are you? I'm doing great. Always a pleasure to talk to you, my friend. Oh, always great to be here. Yes. And I know you're excited. I'm excited. We have a very, very special guest. Uh, I'm grateful that you were able to to help bring her on to the show, Miss Lisa from Tempest Wrestling. How are you, Lisa? Hey, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. The pleasure's all ours. Um, yes, uh, it's my very first podcast ever. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I think it's really awesome, though, because, like, the, you know, Tempest is kind of a legendary session studio. And, you know, like, people have emailed with you before. But, like, I, I think... Very few, very few people, unless you've been there, uh, get to sort of like meet the person, hear the voice, you know, like, you know, it's kind of like see who's behind it all. So I think this is like very fun and exciting and interesting. So. Yay. I'm excited. Yeah. So, um, so how did, uh, so I, I, I first found you guys, I think maybe back in like the early 2000s, but how long has Tempest actually been around? Um, we've been around since around 97, so quite some time. Quite wow. some time. I got into this super, super young. <laughs> Definitely yeah. young. Yeah. That's cool. How, how did you get into it? So, uh, you, like, wrestling in general? like. Well, basically, the story is that I was waitressing a long time ago when I was still in my teens, and I was over it. I was like, I hate this job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like, I, I had the worst boss ever, and I, so one day I just quit. <laughs> And I used to read a newspaper called The Aquarian. I don't think it's around anymore, but it was like a rock and roll newspaper. And it had a full page ad on the back page. And it said, aggressive model types wanted play today, paid today. And I said, and I was like, okay, I'm going to check this out. (laughs) So long story short, um, that actually wound up being a dom house where I became a domina at a very young age, still in my teens, technically. And, um, I started doming. I didn't even know what I was doing. And the girl who was running it was like 22. Um, and I just, I worked there for a while. And after about three months, I quit. And a woman had told me about um, another place. And she's like, you would make a great wrestler. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was literally <laughs> like, what do you mean a great wrestler? And she's like, well, I know this woman who runs a place, you know, where women wrestle men. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Did you meet her at like a, the Dom house? Or like, was that just sort of like it a, was, a separate? She was, she was, she actually worked for the woman as well. And the woman's name, she's probably like super legendary for the old school people her name was jerry grips and her club was called jerry grips. grips jerry grips and her club was called grips grapplers and she was this oh, like wow. big like huge boobs like big woman like she apparently literally broke men's ribs with her with her leg scissors wow. her she was wow. she was like no joke but she was the nicest woman and she met me and she looked at me and she said I'm going to call you Godiva because <laughs> I had hair. I had long blonde hair like down to my waist and she's like and I was I'm really tall I'm like well I'm not really tall but You're I'm five tall. foot ten I'm five ten so yeah. I guess I'm pretty tall and she's like I'm going to call you Godiva so from there I started wrestling I knew nothing about it I was literally like what well, I don't understand like tell me how this works so she basically taught me some wrestling and I wrestled with a client of hers like just for instructional purposes and how'd you like it um, I really liked it. I was like, wow, I can't, I couldn't believe it existed. That's the thing yeah. I literally had. And so many people, even to this day, have no idea that session wrestling is a thing. Right, right. I mean, you know, back then in the 90s, I mean, I could understand, but like now it's still underground, which like hopefully it won't be for long, especially after this podcast. Yes, uh, yes. <laughs> well, but, but, um, but yeah, this woman, Jerry, so she trained me um, and I wrestled at her place for a while. She had a really small apartment and she had like a one-eyed cat and <laughs> who oh. would run around. <laughs> and Interesting. She just, yeah wasn't really the best way she didn't have an actual mat she just had like a piece of plastic like plastic tarp so it wasn't exactly you know conducive to wrestling but um, I worked with her for a while and, and to this day you know what's really funny is I ran into her maybe three months before COVID happened she looks exactly the same oh, <laughs> like wow. she, didn't, she didn't even age like she looks exactly the same as she did like all these years later and um and she's just a lovely woman she's no longer doing this but I know. think wrestling keeps you young like it I, I think yeah it I think does. I agree and with she, that. Yeah. yeah, she's she because when I met her, she was about 
40. So now I guess she's like 60, whatever, or something. I don't even know. And, and still but, looks 40, which is amazing. And she so still that's looks, awesome. She still looks like 45. Yeah, she yeah. looks great. And so um, basically from there, I this is kicking it old school here. <laughs> let's go old school. Uh, this is this is really fun. Old school. Yeah. There a little history be, class. <laughs> there used to be ads in the back of like New York Magazine and the Village Voice back page back then. And I had somehow or other heard about a woman named Dina Zara, who was really, really, really like nice. you know, running. She was running the wrestling scene in the 90s. Right. And I wrote her a snail mail letter. I've heard that name for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I literally a snail wrote mail. Her, I wrote her a letter, like not an email. Wow. I wrote her a letter and told her about myself. And I was like, hey. You know, with penmanship. It, with penmanship. With, yeah, longhand. <laughs> and I was like, hey, I'm, you know, I've heard about you. I saw your ads. I'm interested in wrestling with you. And she she called me because I gave her my number and she called me. She hired me on the spot and she was like six foot three, humongous woman, wow. um, like six, three, 240, 250, um, really strong. She was just like running the scene. She was seriously How'd you do against her. <laughs> she was a hun, not so well. But she, she used to do, she used to do this thing. Now this predates session tours. Cause this was again, like 1994 or something, 1995. She would call it a whistle stop tour and she would just take trains all over the country and wrestle people wow. so this is like way before you know session girls and you know which go, by the way go jennifer thomas who's yes. awesome i yep. love her i love the podcast on her that was amazing thank you um, but, but it was great but yeah so she dina zara was like doing these quote whistle stop tours and i wrestled with her she had this beautiful luxury apartment uh in battery park city so I used to wrestle with her and she had all these crazy rules. Like she would only allow potential clients to call her between three and 7 PM. If you called before three or after seven, she'd hang up in your face. Like she literally, <laughs> like she, I was like, Whoa, she would occasionally, I would be up there ready to wrestle. And she'd be like, I don't feel like letting him in yet. So she'd have to wait <laughs> in the lobby for like 20, 30 minutes. Wow. And I'm like, Dina, um, I'm ready to go. And she's like, well, I'm not like, she was just like, <laughs> <laughs> she was that's a bit sure. of a different time too because yeah. like yeah there's, there's no internet there's no forums yeah there's no like what are they gonna do <laughs> there was absolutely no competition and and she and she was like charging like this is again in the 90s like out call she charged 600 an hour like yeah wow, just, wow. yeah and she got it and she got just like a thousand dollars in like today's dollars you, probably more you than got that. it i think yeah. more yeah it, it was she just like she was, was scary she was very intimidating yeah. very imposing and i actually have a pretty funny story is she used to do she was really doing the early parts of the phone sex thing so she would have a bodybuilder hotline and i would read copy you know and i remember once she was having me paying me you know to read the copy and i was like hi my name is whoever you know and and the thing is she's like read it slower and i'm like okay so i was like hi my name is jennifer or whatever you know and then she'd be like no slower because like the longer that you did it the more money the people paid because it was like two dollars a minute or something <laughs> right. so finally she was only happy until i was literally reading it like hi my name is Tina and I I was like oh my gosh like this is so insane it was you know, like so inorganic and awful you know it's kind of funny about now though is because like I, I think like that kind of like started it like it was kind of yeah. like oh you want you want to stretch it out like as long as you can but now yes. if you want yes. to do like a sexy video where you're not paying by the second or minute there's always kind of this like do it breathy do it like long yes. like yeah exactly. make it take as long as possible like take your time to say things like people will will listen especially if they're not paying by the minute or the second so like exactly. that kind of like when i see a video like that that kind of be like oh this is like the turning on the sexy vibe you know when they mm -hmm. do this so yeah so and and the thing is also like i learned from these women and from the dom houses that i worked at the thing about me is just to jump a little bit ahead is I'm always honest with clients. That's the one thing about me. Like I remember once a client wanted a girl, he wanted, I'm sorry, he wanted a blonde girl and I have blonde hair, but I was in session. So since the client wanted a blonde that he didn't, he couldn't wait, they put a blonde wig on an African-American girl. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And the client was like, uh no this is not yeah. what i had in mind and the thing is ever since then for some reason i was only about 20 when this happened it stuck with me that you have to be honest if you want repeat clients like if you want to make people happy you have to deliver like i really try to under promise and over deliver i yeah, really that's do. something i always tell people about you by the way is that like you know you 
you have a lot of repeat business because you're kind of like a matchmaker in a way. You want really both am. the client and and the girl to have the most fun time Absolutely. possible. And you're taking like everyone's kind of like preferences and everyone's kind of like what they like to do, what they like in a session because some people like on both sides, like client and session rest. So some people like really competitive, some people yes. like more sensual, some people like role play. And like, if you can find that match where it's like you two are just sort of like, you, you will connect, you're into the same thing that's going to make the best session. And that's why I think you have like, you know, so many repeat clients and, you know, repeat uh, session wrestlers too. Like, so, yeah, yeah, no, I, I, what amazes me is like, I have like the fab five who are like five. It's actually probably more like seven, but like five or six or seven clients who I've known since before internet. Like I've known them from when they answered my ads right. you know, in, in back page and in, in New York magazine and in New York press, you know, kicking it really old school. And like those guys still come, yeah. you know, and it's just like, wow, like I'm so honored that you still come and wrestle with us. And, you know, they love it. They're, you know, they're so sad with COVID now that they, you know, because a lot of them live in like Westchester and Long Island and they're not coming to the city. That's a whole other story with COVID. <laughs> but, yeah, right. But I'm like, another story. But the thing is, yeah, I've always tried to be really honest. And like, if a person, if I don't have what you're looking for, I'm not going to lie about it and take your money. I'd rather say, contact us in a few weeks. Maybe we'll have that girl who's six foot five and a Capricorn and has long red hair and blue eyes, you know? <laughs> so because, you know, sometimes. Oh, I was just going to say, sometimes people have really specific, you know, requests. They'll be like, she has to be 5'7", with long red hair, blue eyes. Uh, she has to have exactly 34 B boobs and be right. a Capricorn. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Some yeah. people are very specific. So, uh, you know, it, it should be brought up, like, you know, before I was, like, doing the videos and producing stuff, I was I was just, like, sessioning and stuff like that. Like, at first, I also had those very specific things. So I go, oh, I want this, I want that, blah, blah, blah. And you would tell me, like, three people and, like, I'd maybe pick between them. You were very, like, um, you know, very, very diligent on that. And then eventually I got to trust you so much, I was just like, hey, you know what? Like, I'm looking for this style of session, dealer's choice. I love that. I, I think dealer's, dealer's choice, choice. Is, is great because it's it's just sort of, like, I don't need to know who it is before I show up you find me the best person who would actually like enjoy this type of session and, and it's always been great and what's so great about that is not only am I so honored that you have trust in me but when a person trusts me I go out of my way above and beyond to make sure that they have an amazing session like even more amazing because I'm like wow you trust me so there's also so, probably yeah. like a creative aspect to it too it's, it's like oh okay great now now I I don't have to paint by numbers now I get to just create you know exactly yeah, and I really so. do go out of my way if someone I have a few people who say you pick you know you pick for me and I say okay I'm going to pick the absolute best girl <laughs> which changes yeah. you know it changes depending upon like what you like you know what best one girl might be best for you another might be best for someone else so yeah, but yeah i'm really good at that i have sort of an innate sort of like intuitive way about knowing who's going to be the best girl for the person yeah totally that's my skill set <laughs> no that's awesome and lisa how do you feel because seeing that you've really and you know people i am like you like still surprised that a lot of people i've talked to like sex therapists and people who still don't know what like session wrestling is but how do you feel about seeing the growth that it has taken from before internet to now having a session girls and WB 270 and different sites like that? Um, it's really interesting. The growth has been unbelievable. I mean, when I first started, it was so, so underground. I mean, nobody knew what it was. Seriously, like people were like, what, what, you know, like, if I would tell them, they're like, I just don't understand. Now it's even been like, they've had things in movies and TV, not necessarily like, you know, apartment wrestling or session wrestling, but you know, more in the wrestling realm, you know what I mean? Like right. documentaries, things like that, even if it's just mentioned. So it's, it's just exploded. It really has. Um, and in a lot of ways, it's amazing. The only way that for, I guess, for especially independent women is there's so much competition now. So, you know, whereas there used to be maybe, let's just say 10 at the most independent women you know, 20 years ago, now, you know, in any given city, there's just probably a hundred at, wow. yeah. you know, at least. I mean, so it's, you know, in a way that's probably the only detrimental thing, but in general, because it's no longer as marginalized, it's really, really like blown up and people, the thing, the one difference that I will share that myself and the girls are astonished has been changed in the past, I would say the past year and a half, um, especially pre-COVID is the men who are coming here 
are so many of them are in their 20s yes i've noticed this crazy like i had two guys today Uh, hi i'm 21 i want to book a session 21 that's younger than almost all the girls (laughs) (laughs) like like literally except for maybe one you know that's like 21 you know so we had a lot of guys 21 22 23 um you know which is just in the girls are always like wow they're younger than me (laughs) i've noticed this in general there is sort of like a generational shift going on where and also so like the people who got into it like like way back when and i'm i'm Sort of way back when, but I'm not eternal. But, you know, they tend to be kind of like, you know, they tend to be the ones who was like, oh, this is underground. I, I don't want people to find out. Now I get like inquiries from couples and oh, like yeah. in, mm. and also inquiries from from girls who are like, oh, this looks so cool. I want to try this. I don't want to do it on video. I just want to try it. And I'm like, right. that's amazing. And they're usually like in their mid to low 20s. And so I think maybe there's a. I think maybe with like polyamory and and like yeah, kind of like open sexual thing and people are shift. finding some being being like oh like this looks like a fun activity something to add to you know my my activities so i think there's a definite synergy between this industry that's been here for a long time and then also like this generation that's growing up now being like open to you know lots of different experiences and just finding us being like oh yeah i want to i absolutely want to try this so both yeah. men and women. So I, I had one guy who was, he said, I've been looking at your site since I was 16 and I'm waiting to turn 18. <laughs> like, wow. And I was like, that is the cutest thing ever. <laughs> of course I'm checking your ID, but like, how yeah. cute is that? <laughs> yeah. and I also had, I also had a girl once a long time ago. Her name was Arielle uh, on the site. And she literally said, I've been looking at your site, waiting to turn 18 to come and wrestle for you. And Amazing. she wound up wrestling for me and she was, oh, she looked, she literally looked 16. She was teeny tiny. <laughs> and uh, but she was in fact make sure I have their ID on file. Yep. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it, I just think that's Very amazing, important. amazing though that people are like looking at the site and they're like, you know, I've been waiting and you know counting the days. I could see them like marking it off on the calendar. You know, <laughs> like eighteen more days till I can wrestle. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna sound like kind of old timey here, but like there was no countdown for me when I turned eighteen. When I turned eighteen, I was just like. I'm yeah. still looking for someone to wrestle. You know, like, oh, oh my god! I'm I still looking it. for like, I, I, am I the only one into this? You know? Like, yeah. So no, it just it's it very really... awesome that you know that there's stuff out there now where people can actually like you know see it and latch onto it. And be like, yes, I want to do this immediately. So. Yeah, I would, I would literally say just six or seven years ago, our client base was probably 34 to 50. Now it's like 21. We have like mostly 20s, 40s, yeah. 50s. It's, and not a lot of 30s, but like 20s, 40s, 50s. That's interesting. I, yeah. It's, that's been, I mean, it could just be like a temporary shift, but, right. but it's been definitely so many in their 20s have just kind of come up and they love it. They love it. You know, so we love that because they can just, you know, wrestle for a really long time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. And they, and they love experiencing it. And they're just like in awe, you know, of the girls. Like, they're just like, oh, my gosh, this, this, you know, beyond, this is beyond my expectations. So, like, it's really nice to see, like, someone who's, like, in college or just out of college. And they're, like, you know, discovering their fetishes and, and what really makes them happy and what makes them click. And to be part of that is so amazing for me. Like, I'm so honored to be a part of that. Oh, that's well, great. Yeah, me and D-Rock were kind of talking about how, like, it makes you kind of like more of a, a well-adjusted person where you can kind of, you can be more empathetic with people if you kind of, like, know yourself in that way. So definitely, oh, yeah. you know, like, yeah, I, I think you were talking about it with Jennifer, too, right, D-Rock? Yes, yes, absolutely. It's uh, And I love that, you know, on our first episode, you said it, Hans, and I, I felt it but never really said it out loud. Like, yeah, how much it's, like, impacted my life and made me a, a better person. And I... I thought it was beautiful how you said that. And it's so true. Like it just, the people I've met, the connections I've made and just being more comfortable. I mean, obviously with my sensual side, but just overall as a human being, just having more confidence, like really has come from doing these, you know, session wrestling. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great connection. It's a great way to kind of like, you know, and just sort of like be okay with the things that I don't know. I, I grew up like, thinking the stuff I was into was really weird. And then, yeah. you know, until I, you know, kind of like took the plunge and, and then got into it. But, um, and then, yeah, like definitely one of the first places I went to was, was Tem- one of the first places I saw was Tempest. I definitely saw Tempest before um, years before I actually got to go there. 
because I, I lived in New England and uh, it took me a while, but I eventually moved to New York and uh, yeah, like Tempest has always been kind of like a really kind of uh, legendary spot. So. Oh, thank you so much. Thank <laughs> you. Now, Lisa, would you say that you were kind of always curious when it came to, you know, being sensual and like kinks and fetishes or did that kind of come like later on for you? Uh, that's a really good question. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you when I was 11 years old, um, I, I went to this record store and I remember seeing they had all of these like studded bracelets and studded chokers. And I remember asking my mom for one. I just thought they were cool. I was 11 and my mom was like, <laughs> you can't have one of those. And I'm like, why not? It's just cool. Look, I had no idea. She's like, you cannot. So my stepdad at the time, he's like, well, dear, let me tell you why your mother doesn't want you to have one of those. They, <laughs> what they a cool represent- dad. <laughs> he, was like, he was like, they represent S&M. And again, I'm 11. I'm in like fifth or sixth grade. And I'm like, what's S&M? And he's like, that's where people enjoy like hurting each other. And I was like, I just think they're cool. <laughs> like, I right. think they're cool. <laughs> so long story short, that was like my first thing, but I was always, always very precocious. Um, it's just, I don't know. I don't know what brought it about, but I was always very, very precocious. Um, it's something like, I don't know, it just like kinkiness. And, you know, I used to listen also, oddly enough, at the age of 11, there used to be um, a radio program called Dr. Ruth, Sexually yes. Speaking. And I used to sneak out of bed because it was on at like 10 or 11 o'clock at night. And I, I might have even been younger. I might have been like nine or 10. And I would listen to it and my mother would catch me with the headphones and she'd be like, what are you listening to? And I'd be like, <laughs> nothing, nothing. And I learned a lot from that show. <laughs> I learned a, a lot more than your 10 or 11 year old should probably know. <laughs> so, um, you know, I literally knew things even like what a golden shower was at 11. Which again, even in in 2020, I don't think many 11 year olds know that. Although then again, with porn, who the heck knows? So yeah, I was always like just a highly sexual younger person. Um, Not, I don't mean that in any way of like promiscuous. I actually didn't lose my virginity until I was 19. But um, but I was just always very aware, like hyper aware of like sensuality, kink, um, anything in that realm. Um, And I guess it was just when I fell into becoming a dom, you know, at that age at 19, like it just felt very natural for me. I was still nervous, of course, um, but it just felt very natural. Um, and also, like I like everything that falls into the realm of female wrestling and female empowerment, like domination. Of course, there's role. I love role play. Role play is like my favorite thing. Um, What's your favorite role play? Oh my gosh, I have so many. But I would say I I know it's a little kinky. I like therapist client role play a lot. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, I like that one a lot. Um, I actually just did a Skype session myself, uh, where the person like I owed them uh, he owed me money and I had to get it out of him through wrestling. Um, I oh, also cool. <laughs> love getting a little real kinky here, but I love incorporating any kind of a cuckold, if you know what that is. Yes, uh, yep. cuckold role play is like one of my absolute favorites. Um, definitely. Have you done that a lot? Uh, not as much as I'd like to, <laughs> but I would, it, that's like a cake. That's like a personal cake. Like I really like that a lot. Um, I've also done, uh, and enjoyed very much, um, teacher, student, uh, babysitter, um, Lolita schoolgirl, definitely a favorite. Um, yeah, I'm pretty much open to almost anyone. I did once I did a role play with a client myself and it was like a six page script and it was one of the right. coolest things I've ever done. And like, I wish he, I don't know whatever happened to him. He was older, like he was older back then. And I hope he's still around, but his role play was intense and it was scripted and I, I nailed it. Cause like I have about four years of acting school experience. So I have oh, that. Wow. Awesome. And yeah, and I love it. I feel like no matter what, like if you're enthusiastic, like my, my best role player now is a girl named Layton, um, who's one of our best wrestlers, one of our most popular and her role play is insane. She's an actress too. And, yep. um, incorporating role play is definitely something I love and I wish more people would try um, because it really makes the session even more interesting and and just pretty much like uh, we do a lot of um, trampling we do cat fights where you can be a spectator uh, we definitely do lift and carry which is always fun um, foot worship domination pretty much anything that showcases female athleticism we accommodate um, and enjoy so I think a shout out to uh, uh, my my new friend, uh, Ruby Rage, who uh, did a lift and carry <laughs> with me for a photo shoot and just nailed it. I At the time, I was kind of like, oh, I don't I don't know. You can try. And not only did she try, but like she's a lot smaller than me, but she oh, yeah. like, she's like lifted me three. and like spun me around like I was nothing. So, oh, wow. Yeah. 
So. Yeah, and that's hard to do with a tall guy. It's actually yeah. it's easier to do if the guy's shorter and bigger, but right. a tall guy, the balance is off. So it's yeah. like she was amazing. She really was. She was. I'm glad I got to see that take shape. That was great. And and the thing is, like for me, my credo is always: I not only want to meet, I want to exceed your expectations. Like that's how I feel. Like that makes me actually genuinely happy when right. I see people come in and they leave with the biggest smile on their face, and they're like, and I, and I get emails thankfully all the time going Lisa thank you so much like you picked the perfect girl for me and like I had the best time you know especially people who it's their first time you know they're like oh my gosh this is just the perfect place to go or you know I also have girls who tell me I never would have done this if it weren't for you like meaning you know you made me feel so safe and you made me feel so like taken care of and you know you're normal because I'm a pretty normal girl yeah (laughs) my kinks you know what I mean I'm definitely pretty normal and uh, that's what I like about it all my girls like you'd never know that they're they and they enjoy like, it too. Like, you can oh, tell, like, because like oh, you you match them up in such a way where it's like this is the perfect girl who will like actually really enjoy you know oh, what absolutely. you're you're going to enjoy so absolutely yeah. I'm not, certain girls tell me they'll say i'm not for example like some girls don't do lifts and carries and i right. would never book them with one or other girls prefer role play others don't you know some like foot worship some don't you know so like i really like to kind of uh line that up with the client's interests because again i want everyone to be i like everyone to leave happy like that's what right. makes me happy is to see the girl happy the guy happy and i'm happy <laughs> it's very utopian <laughs> yeah as an organizer that that's a very easy kind of like like for me it's like shoot I'm always trying to kind of like, um, you know, the person I'm shooting with, like match them with the kind of match styles that they actually really like to do anyway. It's just like, okay, great. Then it's not really going to be work. It's just going to be like, we're going to put a camera on and film it and and sell it later. We're just going to have like basically playtime. So um, it's always good when you can like find that connection. And yeah, some people are more uh, variable than others. Some people like, it's like, oh, I really like a good competitive or I really like a good sensual or role play. And then some people are like, they're into what they're into and they need that exact thing. And this is actually my experience with um, this uh, girl who contacted me over FetLife. Like she wants to do a match and she is really into being body scissored, which is amazing. And yeah. um, <laughs> so like, she's like, oh yeah, I definitely want to do a match with you, but I want it to be like this. And I'm like, okay, this is like, I'm kind of the session provider in, in this instance, because like, I, I've done and enjoy like a lot of different matches, but like I, I, I like that I'm actually getting to tune into one that I wouldn't necessarily like suggest like off the top of my head. It's like, oh, okay, you want specifically this. Oh, that's fun. Like I, I would definitely like to do that. I haven't really done that exact style before, but you know, it's, uh, it's good to find that connection with people. Oh, and, absolutely. Like, yeah. And exceed their expectations, like like you know, like you say. So. Oh yeah. Gotta exceed them. <laughs> yeah. Uh Lisa, I was wondering, so when you're looking to bring on like, you know, a woman says that she wants to wrestle for you at, at, at Tempest, are there any like particular things you're looking for, whether either physical or personality wise, that you're kinda like, aha, she she oh, yeah. has it? Oh yeah. <laughs> I oh yeah. <laughs> um definitely. Well well it's kind of like first of all um again I can work with most athletic levels because some of my clients just want to do role play or they just want to do very very light wrestling so they don't have to be a bruiser. You know they don't have to be, you know, at the level of like girls like Ariel X or right Vivi, or Vivi Lane who are like, yep. you know, beasts. You know, so not everyone has to be like that. So like I'm willing to work with most levels. Um there definitely has to be some level of attraction like I I try and look at the girls I'm straight myself cisgendered straight but like I have to look at a girl and say would I want a session with her you know would I you know want to roll around with her um and the thing is like if the, I'm, you know my girls I have to say they're darn hot <laughs> they're, they're <laughs> right much always hot. you know even if you have like a different type like some people like Asian girls and some like tall and some like short like it kind of covers everyone we've got like something for everyone and um the thing is I basically like like for them to be hot <laughs> definitely attractions <laughs> a factor um, i'm open to all ages but they just tend to mostly be in their 20s um, or early 30s most of the time um but again any age is fine any race is fine um and the thing is pretty much as far as personality that is probably the most key thing because i've met girls who i've interviewed they, these girls are drop dead gorgeous and they have the personality of a doorknob um, mm. <laughs> literally i'll say where are you from and they go connecticut and i'm like, <laughs> and I'm like whereabouts westport 
<laughs> oh boy, this is fun. You know, it's like if getting them to like just say where they're from is like pulling teeth, they're probably not going to do well with this. Um, so yeah, I've had girls who are just you know beyond smoking hot, but if they have no personality, they get booked once and they never get booked again. And there's been girls on my site who I, I remember walking down the street with this one girl, and people were falling off their bikes looking at her. I mean, she was just beyond beyond hot. But again, she had that presence, right? Yeah, oh, she was just. I mean, literally just pin up gorgeous yeah. you know think think like megan fox and scarlett johansson level mm-hmm. and, and the thing is she never got booked again because she had no she had the personality like i said of a dial tone i mean just awful oh. um <laughs> yeah and, and the thing is personality really counts and enthusiasm and just you know a sensuality to them you know wrestling to me because i know you were talking with uh jennifer thomas it's that like there is definitely no denying, no denying that this is erotic. I mean, this yeah. is erotic wrestling. Even in the most competitive, there's erotic overtones, but it's not overtly sexual. It's not, you know, this is obviously not escort. It's not, you know, full service or anything like that, but it's certainly erotic. And, you know, and the thing is, it's like, you know, if a girl is that, that conservative where, you know, if heaven forbid the client were to graze her boob when trying to grab her, like, you know, it's not going to work. It's just right. not going to work, right. um, you know, even like I said, in an accident, in, you know, accidental situation. So um, I tend to find girls who are open minded, very adventurous. Uh, they tend to be very, very intelligent, very well educated. We've had girls who went to Harvard. We've had girl, many girls from Columbia University, um, FIT. I mean, uh, Sarah Lawrence, just all over the place. Um, wow. So, yeah, we have like, you know, like a girl, Kat, who worked with us. Um, you know, she was like a computer oh, science. Yeah, computer science, you know, getting her master's in computer science at Columbia. Like, you know, super, super smart girls. Um, we actually like nerded cool. out on uh, coding uh, oh, at, yeah. at the show we were at. Like, we, we were talking about like Ruby on Rails and, and JavaScript and stuff. And oh, I was yeah. just like, oh, this is, this is amazing to connect with you yeah, in a way they, that they, I totally didn't expect, but was entirely yeah, they, welcome. So, like, there's just something so hot about a girl who's like not only gorgeous, super smart, and Absolutely. can kick your ass. And can yeah. kick your ass. <laughs> right. And, and enjoy doing it. So yeah, so really, I'm very proud of that, that these girls were like educated and, and just really just like very sexually and sensually open minded. And just I mean, I love them. I, I'm so grateful for the team that we have right now. I mean, the girls right now, Leighton, again, to keep mentioning her, Leighton is amazing. My new girl, Jackie's amazing. Ruby. I mean, these girls are all just phenomenal. Sierra, you know, Logan. I mean, <laughs> there's, there's something for me. I have I have more new girls coming down the pipe. So. <laughs> <laughs> another another week or two i'm gonna be doing more photo shoots and i'm trying to also been really really upping my content um i i try and post new content on twitter and instagram every single day uh which is a lot of work you know it's definitely getting the fresh content doing better than i'm doing <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, literally you like, look at my instagram like, like literally like, every yeah. single day on twitter there's there's new content like maybe i miss a day if i'm like out of town or just you know not right. feeling well but pretty much every single day you know getting free clips and you know clips videos and and new pictures and new girls and you know just really trying to like make it fun and and really just kill it in the wrestling world it's a great follow if you're not already following uh tempest wrestling on twitter um, yeah I think there's it, yeah. always something interesting on there something unique um yeah, absolutely so, yeah. yeah i think it's i think it's what is it twitter.com slash tempest nyc yes NYC, right yes Forgive me. <laughs> it, it's actually really funny because I went on recently and there's like some Asian anime thing that is using Tempest NYC. So I'm like, there is definitely, that's not me. Not affiliated. <laughs> but it's like, they're all into anime and I'm like, not Tempest Wrestling. <laughs> but they have the same name. So, or at least darn close. Maybe there could be some synergy there. Who knows? <laughs> so. Like, there you go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I, I kind of wanted to ask this question because uh, like you brought up, you know, the conversation I had with Jen and kind of talking about how erotic it is. Yeah. And I know like at first when I was doing sessions and was telling like my brother or a couple of friends and they were like, I would tell them how it went. And they were like that. She seemed like she was kind of feeling you. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, like not, not at all. Like, no, nah, like, come on, it's me. And she sees so many people come on. And then like coming back later, it kind of like rang true. And I was kind of wondering on like your end for you or some of the girls that, you know, wrestle for you. Has that ever happened where like you kind of have that chemistry with a client and then you're like, wow, this is kind of more than I thought. And they may like leave and you're like, I'm kind of digging so-and-so. Well, I will say this in my experience, I had some years ago, like 10 years ago, 
uh, this gorgeous girl who worked with me, she actually started dating one of the clients and um, he was married actually. So that didn't end well, (laughs) Um, but they, but they were like serious. Like they were, you know, in a relationship. And then I also had another girl and again, don't want to give anyone false hope here, but I have another drop dead gorgeous girl who is actually engaged to a client. So yeah. And they met here. They, I mean, again, not to give false hope here, but like it just, you know, it doesn't happen often, but but again, as far there's definitely been friendships have blossomed between clients and girls. Um, but this is getting engaged. That's kind of a first. <laughs> Wrestling's a very like it's a very connecting thing in its own right. Like whether it be competitive or sensual, like whatever style you do, like it's a very like it is kind of like an intimate thing. Um, and so, like each person you kind of like practice that with. Like I I, I was like after I've had a match with someone for the first time, it's like, okay, now we're like friends forever because like now I know you like 10 times better than I did like 20 minutes ago. So, you know, there's something about like rolling around and wrestling that you really kind of like get a sense of the person like more than talking even. So Absolutely. It's like literally once you're in the room with them, you're both laid bare. I mean, you're both open and you're both there to just have like, and it's actually an experience. It's like, it's hard to explain for people who've never done it or people who I guess don't feel the urge to do it, but the people who do like, it's really special and it's very different than say getting a sensual massage or, or seeing an escort. Like it's totally, totally different. It's a lot more primal. Um, and, it's just i feel like it's more intimate in a lot of ways i really do no i have to agree with that and that's a great point like it's because there's all different you know types of kink and fetish but that connection and and hans you said it's even i mean could be physical romantic but even the friendships like i've plenty of times had a session and we've gone out to eat afterwards and just hung out and talked and and it really is. And you do feel like, oh, like we're we're friends now. Sometimes I'm like, am I just am I, you know, am I fooling myself? I feel like we're friends. Like, it's cool. But it's like, no, we'll stay in touch and email and and talk on the phone. It's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. I like there's clients I absolutely adore. I mean, I, I like all my clients because honestly, if I didn't, they wouldn't come here. But, um, yeah. but like there's been some who I've just gotten so close with and, and really, really enjoy their company. You know, absolutely. Like I, I just you know, we've become like really close, you know? So yeah. And, and the thing is also is I want to also give a shout out, quick little shout out is that uh, for the girls when they do tours, and I think I speak for every girl, independent wrestlers, everybody, when they do tours, the clients who offer to bring them food or drink are the most amazing people because these girls are often in the hotel, you know, for eight, 10 hours, they can't get out. There's no restaurant, there's no nothing. And they're like, can I just bring you like a salad and a bottle of water or, you know, a sandwich and the girls are always like oh my gosh thank you so oh, I that's really nice. for every every independent wrestler and girls here who do tours like just you know bring it bring them a, you know a sprite and you know a coffee you know just to ask even if they don't want it like just to ask like can i bring you something you know a muffin <laughs> just like anything so yeah for those guys who do that like that's awesome. very nice we love them like and guys like that will probably get extra time in their session or goodness knows what else like bonus plan no <laughs> but, <laughs> but like it's just honestly the sweetest thing ever it really is i love that i love when guys are like can i bring you food (laughs) no that's that's true because a lot of times you're right it's people have all day just they're booked and oh yeah yeah. when you think about hotels in often remote areas you know by the airport or whatever and and just to bring a girl a salad and and a bottle of water you know a candy bar you know like anything it's just it's the sweetest thing it really is it's better than flowers better than you know a little other gift card even it's just like so they can eat they can have energy to kick even more ass yes (laughs) yeah Jennifer was talking about the fact that like if you enjoy what you're doing it's it's just like you're you get into it more and it's like it it comes natural and not like work it's just because it's just it just becomes playtime basically where you know um you're meeting up with somebody and like enjoying this special connection that you share so oh absolutely um, so the more that you do like on your end to kind of like cultivate that like it's just going to lead to friendships really like it'll lead to good things and friendships and connection and like a really great experience so yeah and you definitely have to be very open-minded I mean there's like nothing that phases me like you know that's something I'm super open-minded most of the girls are super open-minded and you know just everyone has their kinks and you know I've heard some really really bizarre ones out there (laughs) you you name it I've heard it me too (laughs) (laughs) yeah I've I've been in custom videos before and there there are some ones that that have been like, oh wow, like this, you know, this is a thing. Oh, that's that's super interesting. And then some, oh yeah, some of them are like, 
like wow like I never I never would have like put that together never never knew that would have been a thing but (laughs) at the same time like I appreciate it too because like I came from a background where what I was into I thought nobody else was into so like I I was like I was approaching with that kind of cadence too it's just like oh well you know for them this is their this is their 1999 and I'm in the future and and helping them out and I know how much I wish that I had found it quicker and sooner. So, Oh, definitely. Yeah. Well, that's true. That's a good point. Has, um, has a, I guess for either one of you, a client or someone brought up a suggestion that you never thought of that from then on, you've kind of like added to your like repertoire of things you like to like try out and do. I've kind of had that experience in a way, like my bear hug videos. Like I, Somebody suggested that 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 wasn't something I came up with on my own. And then I did like the first I did the first couple ones with Iron Liberty and I did ones with Megan Jones. And, you know, I put them up online. I was just like, oh, this was kind of cool. Like, you know, they said I could sell it. So I'll sell it anyway. And then like they started taking off. I was just like, whoa. And Megan Jones, uh, you know, you know, mentioned to me that like oh yeah after we did that video and you posted it i got so many session requests for bear hugs and like just like so many bear hug sessions my arms are like ready to fall off and i was like wow this is like something that i wouldn't have looked at and and then uh you know sort of became became a big thing so and i also know um bondage wrestling is really big that i know for a fact that actually came from a client request like somebody came up with that and asked for a custom and went online and not only did it sell for, um, for the people that produce it, it was do mittens. Mm-hmm. Um, other people started doing it too, because it started, it, it started to become like so popular. It was originally a client request and, you know, it just goes to show you like as much as you think, you know, you don't know everything. So I would, if I may jump in, um, sure. I would say the two things, um, our number one is ball busting because I never realized how many men were into that. Um, and I love it. I love doing it. Uh, almost all the girls love doing it. Um, that's something that's really become very, very popular. We had a client actually uh, do a five hour nonstop ball busting session. And I mean, on a one to 10, it was like a 15, how hard he wanted it. And he did five hours long like wow. no break like no break like he's got some balls yeah i mean five hours is a really long I mean, an hour long is a long time so that yeah we've had a few of those um, i'm sitting you know, down now so yeah so so basically um ball busting and the second thing is also um men who want to be wrestled and then when they lose be severely humiliated um be it with spitting be it with having their head shaved being with being you know some of them want to be peed on so, you know all kinds of humiliation but like the more extreme the better so like that's something that we've incorporated um that men have told us they're really into and um i don't know how videos are with that because we're not currently making videos um but we may be but maybe soon <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, it's like maybe soon, but um, but I don't know how videos are with that. But that's something that's definitely very, very popular. Absolutely. Yeah, like punishment at the end. Of, exactly, uh, humiliation. Yeah, yeah. humiliation. Yeah. Humiliation. Yeah. You know, like whether it's you know foot worship or you know just something face sitting. You know, again having their head shaved, just yeah. all sorts of things. Right. All sorts of things. Makes total sense. But very interesting. That's all, that's really cool. Though. That's awesome. Um. I know for me, uh, talking to certain people, and I kind of was surprised, but I suggested like oil wrestling to them, and they were like, "Wow, no clients ever like asked for that." And I was like, "Really?" I I kind of always thought that was like standard what, fair. Yeah, oh, yeah, right, right. But I was like, "Oh, I'm one of the first. I'm like, I guess you won't forget me then." So that's that's cool. You know, I'll tell <laughs> like, you what. Uh, there's an oil wrestling category on Clips for Sale now uh, because I asked for it <laughs> because it wasn't fair. <laughs> I was like, there. How is there not oil wrestling? Because it, it is like a little bit different than your standard wrestling, whether oh, yeah. it be like, you know, oh, competitive and sporty or like erotic and nude and, and, and stuff like that. But oil wrestling is definitely like its own category. Yeah. And so now there is this oil wrestling category in Clipsoda. And if you go there, you'll see that I pretty much kind of own it. Most <laughs> yeah. of them are mine. 
He's so. the oil wrestling king. <laughs> Until someone takes the crown from me. So <laughs> Well, oil wrestling is just so sexy. I mean, first of all, you can't ever be super competitive when you no. do it because you're just slipping all over the place. Yeah. But um, there's just something so sexy about it. And I feel like it kind of dates back to when people were doing mud wrestling, I guess, in the 70s or doing jello wrestling, like whenever that kind of started, I guess, I'm guessing the 70s, you know, and, you know, it kind of like people, especially old school people, like really like it. And now, you know, obviously the young in their early 20s are starting to like it too but like oil wrestling is hot you know it's yeah. usually done it's usually done at least topless usually we do it topless in a g-string because you know to have the skin-to-skin contact is just so hot and it looks um, so great on like on on video like i first encountered oh, yeah. it um in dww when it's like oh this oil wrestling like, everyone's shiny you, you kind of see I was the just gonna say muscle that, yeah. flexion more and men like shiny yeah. things shiny yes yes really i think do. humans like shiny things. I, I love shiny things they say I the same thing things. about women and jewelry you know like, it's <laughs> oh, like yeah. humans love, are drawn love, to shiny things in some I way i love girls in metallic bikinis i think that's yeah, so sexy oh, amazing love it love it that's just like an, another level when someone comes out with the metallic bikini. It's oh. like, all right, you, you're you ready are, to play. You want, you you're ready to play, and down. you want to be looked at. So, yeah, definitely. Oh, that's awesome. This is uh, this has been really awesome, though, Lisa. I, you oh, know, thank you. Just really appreciate. And I want to say also, I connect with you with the Dr. Ruth. Because I used ah! to watch, and there's a great documentary on her on Hulu now. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, it's, it's really it. good. It's awesome. And and so when you said that, I wanted to say, like, me too, me too. That's oh. a big way on how I, as a very young. I actually don't know Dr. Ruth. Like, I'm, oh, wait. I think I know Dr. Ruth. I think I've heard her on radio shows. Is that yes. is that the same Dr. Ruth? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I was like a baby when I was listening to her. I mean, she it was just crazy. I was yeah. just so precocious. I was the precocious little future wrestler girl. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. So you, like, correct me if I'm wrong, you were Electra back in the day. Is that true? I was, in fact, Electra back in the day, yes. Because Electra was there, and then she kind of, like, disappeared, but, like, she didn't really disappear. She, she... She just She's morphed here. in. She morphed into something else. <laughs> she morphed into something else. So that's that's really cool. That's a that's a. Really I like fun... to, I like to refer to myself as the facilitator. Yeah. Uh, one, one client called me. He was like, I made a very very complex uh, two no three girl session happen, and he's like, I want to call you the Oracle. He's like, yeah, that's like exactly <laughs> what I like. It's like literally, I just really enjoy making people's fantasies come true. I know that sounds like I don't know. Maybe that's not the most lofty goal in the world. You know, I'm not like curing disease diseases but like it makes me really happy you know because again life is short and especially now with all this covid stuff you know i feel like you work men men and women we work hard if you have a fantasy just make it happen you know you only live once yeah the thing i the thing i always like think about is like if i'm you know old and hopefully in my 200s like on my deathbed (laughs) and i'm looking back like i i don't want there to be an experience i was like ah you know i wasn't brave enough to try that like i I don't want there to be any of those experiences i want to be able to be on my deathbed and say like yep i did absolutely everything you're good Mm -hmm. i can just sit here and watch tv until the end comes (laughs) oh or whatever's happening in 2021 it's it's kind of like you know when you're sitting there in your rocking chair and looking out the window or on the porch and you can look back at those memories and just have a smile on your face keep them forever instead of just being like oh gosh i wish i did that when i was 25 yeah i wish i did that when i was 30 that's my biggest whatever yeah like oh my gosh regret is awful you know and like i remember they asked um a bunch of really old people like who are in their 90s like you know what do you regret and they're like only the things i didn't do that i wanted to (laughs) you know right like they weren't like oh i really regretted going to that awesome party you know or or, like taking that amazing vacation it's like if you want to do it do it now seize the day yeah. to realize that in your 90s is such the ultimate gut, gut punch and yeah, I, I don't know how that. i became aware of it but to know you know just to know to avoid that yeah there's so much yeah. that i want to do you know both sexually kinkily i like that word kinkily i like that too <laughs> hashtag kinkily <laughs> i trademark that kinkily you know and just travel wise and everything else and it's like you know what on earth are you waiting for you know trust me do it now you know now is the time if you have a fantasy go for it you know and i tell people sometimes people will say oh i don't know if i should see this girl or that girl and they'll, they'll just deliberate it for like a half an hour and i, I say to them listen 
you're going to session with her for an hour. You're not marrying her. Right. Right. Yeah. It's just an experience. Yeah. If you pick Nikki over Ava or Ava over Nikki, it's an hour, It's an hour out of your time. Like you're not engaged to her, you know, to spend the next 40 years with her. And they're like, Oh, that makes such (laughs) sense. (laughs) And then they just, of course, pick whoever, and then they usually love her or they'll see the other one. You know, I'm like, it's just not that big of a deal. (laughs) I think a lot of it's for like first timers too. Cause me, me and D rock on, on episode one traded, uh, first time session stories so like you yeah. always like kind of like all right this is the one this is the one that like i'm finally i'm gonna jump into yes, pool and like do it <laughs> and do this and and uh my, mine was disastrous the the, the first one the first oh, no. time and oh, then no. and then like we tried it again a week later and it was great it was disastrous because we ended up not getting to do it we didn't meet up and i oh, traveled from God. central new york to toronto i crossed the border oh, and, <laughs> and then couldn't find the place this was before yeah, this is before Google Maps. Yes, I'm old. Hey, thank you. But, <laughs> but I, you know, I was like shouting out the window to like random Canadians being like, hey, where's this place? And they got really mad at me for my American accent oh even back then. So, <laughs> oh my they God. do not like Americans asking for directions again. <laughs> that's, that's probably, that probably influenced Google and Apple. So like, we got to stop getting yelled at by Canada. So. I don't know. I'll, how we all existed without gps i truly don't yeah <laughs> i say it all the time i'm like how did we get by like, do not i really truly do not. i recently went to a lake like way way out in jersey and i'm like how on earth would i have found this place like if it weren't for gps like do you oh guys gosh. remember printing out map quests on the printer oh I yeah oh yeah <laughs> there's plenty of people and then, who... and then wait 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 hans the worst thing is when your printer ran out of ink and you're like no <laughs> yeah. you're like no now i can't leave now until i, I go, go. Another read, so. <laughs> no, I feel like no, because like, yeah. you know, good luck getting printer ink at you know two a.m. Oh, I always, I always printed it out days before. It's like, all right, this is set. I'm printing this out now. You're now good, it's set. You know? Yeah, Hans, Hans is a good prepared. Yeah, yeah. But that but, was like the coolest thing, though. I remember back now. I'm like, look at it like that was crazy. Like, but back then, I'm like, Matt Quest, this is awesome. Like, yeah, you know? yeah. It's like, it's like, I wonder. So I wonder amazing. in twenty years what we'll be looking back and be like, GPS. That would be right. like snap our fingers and we'd just be in the destination i know right <laughs> like, oh my yeah God. i hope so that'd be amazing i'd go to How, vegas LA. oh like oh that'd be so cool don't tempt me <laughs> probably yeah well at so. least at least probably in the year 3000 i so hopefully believe. then hopefully i'll still then. be alive by then yes yeah. there you <laughs> go because yeah. you're gonna live yeah. to 200 on oh 200 well, Han, actually i won't keep, be alive by then if you keep if you keep if you keep wrestling it'll it'll extend your life they say that's that right. people who have healthy sex and fetish lives live longer they do yeah they I, do say I that with that they so, really do yeah. and you know that and getting a dog no. <laughs> i'm going to wrestle until the day that there's a transporter like star trek and then i will then wrestle more so there there you go or like wrestle with the walker you know just come on over yeah like, <laughs> i used to, i used to actually have a guy who came and he had horrible it was so sad he had very bad parkinsons and he wrestled, he got himself, it took him about five full minutes just to walk through the door, you oh, know, wow. and then and literally oh. five minutes to come through the door. And he did it, he did it until he literally couldn't, you know, you know, the heart um, wants what the heart wants. Yeah, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Um, someone I session with, I actually, it was earlier this year in January, and I was, you know, asking her about her first time doing a session. And she said, like, the first person she had as you know her first session ever was someone who was blind and she didn't know oh, it. So wow. she went to go, she goes, luckily I just went to go get him just out of whatever, you know, just instinct. And then she's like, I walk up and I see someone with a cane and I say his name and he's like, that's me. But she's like, it was really cool. And like, it was a good experience, but it, it shocked her. Like he didn't put it in the, uh, the emails with her. So she was surprised oh, to hear. Oh, wow. Yeah. We, we actually have, uh, several blind clients and they always let us know, you know, like that we have to get them from the Uber and, you know, bring them in. Um, right. we welcome every client of any race, any age, I mean, of, of age, of course, over 18 right. you know, and, right. and, you know, disability, regardless, we are so inclusive and we want, and we don't care. Sometimes people are shy, you know, if they're very, very heavy, you know, if they're like, I weigh 400 pounds, you know what, come on in and have fun. I don't care if you weigh 800 pounds, if you can come, just come on over and have fun. You know, we want to just, you know, make you happy. So, right. Right. You know, we're, we're completely inclusive and I believe in inclusivity, 
in life, like not just in this, but like in life. Absolutely. Life. You know, yeah. like there's nothing, you know, the only thing we ask is that you be clean. Yes. <laughs> like hygienic. That always helps. <laughs> fresh, <laughs> so. breath, fresh breath, freshly showered is a beautiful thing. The girls appreciate it. <laughs> I meant like, the shower and aftershave. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> so. the freshly showered is just so, so welcome. Yeah. Now, so welcome. I, I, I am curious for like uh, a blind client. What kind of sessions do they like ask for? Well, I'll tell you, um, we had one blind client who saw, he had a fetish for very, very tall women, and he saw Amazon Holly, who unfortunately moved to um, London and is no longer sessioning, but um, she was just about six or five, and he liked to do the size comparison and the hand comparisons, and he liked to do some, he did wrestling, he actually did wrestling. Um, There's another blind client we have who actually saw me, um, and he actually was more into incredibly light fantasy sessions, like more sensual, playful, Um, but the also, the other guy who saw Holly, he liked to be lifted as well. He liked lift and carry. Oh, okay. So, yeah, they can definitely they can get they can get their fun on, they can get their groove on, <laughs> just as well as the rest of us. No, that's awesome. You know, absolutely, there's no limitation we can't work with. Absolutely, that's awesome. So, yeah, I actually as uh, I actually tried a couple of um, you know the, not to this is going to sound like a bit ableist and, and stuff like that, but whatever. But like. Um, I tried a session one time where the lights were completely pitch black. So that you Ooh. couldn't see your opponent and like Ooh. you had to kind of like feel your way across the mat and find them. Dude, that's and hot. It, like that. it, it actually, it was really hot. It was like, and it was, it was just like a competitive sporty session, but like wow. this anticipation of being like putting your arm out and, and wondering if you're going to make contact with the person that you're supposed to wrestle was like an amazing you know, anticipation. So. Hans, I want to try that. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds really cool. I do. Yeah, I try I that. Really want to, I've never <laughs> tried that. I want to try that. So actually, uh, Kami uh, came up with a really, uh, so like, I was like, I always wanted to do that on video, but like the, the thing is like, oh, you, you have to have the lights out. And she was like, well, what if we put blindfolds on? I was like, Okay, point coming. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. So, like ding, ding, ding. <laughs> yeah. So we did one like that, and and wow, she, I feel like there's something about the room being pitch black, though. There is that, yeah. Where it's like you're helpless, like even like the blindfold, you can take it off, but like the room being pitch black, there's nothing you can do about. It. You cannot see the person, but you know that you're reaching out, wondering if you're going to make contact with them, and you know, they're doing the same reaching up thinking they're going to make contact with you. And then what's going to happen after that. So there's a really fun anticipation that happens of just starting from opposite corners of the mats when you can't see anything. So That's really cool. I think that's really interesting. Yeah. But Lisa, I I want to say thank you so much for joining us. This is, uh, this was incredible. It was so awesome. Oh, is she still there? Yeah, says Lisa. Hello. Oh, I think we lost her. Oh, really? Oh, oh. Well, I hope she heard my my uh, thing about the pitch black. Yes, yes, <laughs> <I think> she <laughs> did. So um, she might find her way back here, but I mean, we were pretty uh, pretty thorough. So yeah, no, no, um, no. Thank you, Hans, for for setting this up. She, it was a. Uh... She was better than I could have imagined as as a guest. It was awesome. Well, it's great because like, you know, Lisa's kind of like this. She's a bit enigmatic, like a little bit behind the scenes. And everyone knows the name Lisa from Tempest. But like, it's nice that they kind of get to hear the voice. So she's either back or you've left me now. No, I'm here. I'm still here. Okay. (laughs) I'm still here. I'm not going to leave you, buddy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, this this was this was amazing, and um, we'll have her back again for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So everyone, thank you to Lisa from Tempest Wrestling for being our guest, and I'm D Rock, and that's Hans. And thank you for listening to After Hours Sessions. You can uh, listen to us at Apple Podcasts. Google Podcast, Spotify, Anchor, any podcast platform. Uh, follow Hans at, at Hans Vanderkill on Twitter, or you can follow the, the us at, at Sessions After on Twitter as well. And, you know, write us, let us know what you think, any future guests you want us to talk to. Uh, tag them. Yeah, tag them. Let us, let us know because we're, uh, we're loving this. We're loving it. Hey, I don't know what happened. I got connected. <laughs> <You're back. laughs> That's great. <laughs> My little disappearing act. <laughs> yeah. 
That was so, so random. <laughs> it was so random. It, it happened to me like kind of like uh, uh, in the middle a little bit. Uh, there was a button and I pushed it and I shouldn't have pushed it. And then it was echoey oh, no. and then I left and came back. And I, but, um, what I remember what I was saying is about the pitch black room. I remember like eight or nine years ago, I went to a sex party and they had a black room, completely pitch black, where everyone was just like groping and everything was dark and it was so hot. <laughs> like, that's amazing. Yeah. So like for the wrestling, that would be great. That's a great you idea. Try it. You should definitely uh, make that one of the. Oh, yeah. yeah. You have to come up with a cool name for it, too. Like the, yeah. dark, like the dark room. The dark black challenge. Or, yeah. Like the dark room experience. <laughs> Super That'd fun. Really cool. I am so happy. This was like the best podcast. I love it. I had so much I, fun with you guys. I'm glad you came back because like we were, we were kind of like wrapping it up. I was like, oh, we lost her. It was like, oh, well, we'll have her back on again. So <laughs> oh, I'm glad you got to come back. And I really and, did. I had yeah. so much fun. I'm so, you guys are super fun to talk to. Yeah. Oh, you are awesome and amazing. And anytime you want to come on and talk, just just let us know. And we'll be so glad to have you back. Oh, on. yeah. Or got, any of I the Tempest stories. girls, too. So. <laughs> I got yeah, that's true. No, we can maybe story time with Lisa. We'll call. I've it. Only, I've only, I've only scratched the surface. Trust me. There's so trust much me. more under under the surface. I'm sure. Oh yeah. yeah. Thank yep. you again for having me. That was it. Was just so much fun. Most it's a welcome. great. It's a great way to start my Monday. Great way to start my week. No, no, like, you've made you've made our day. So thank you. Thank you. I hope to talk to you guys again soon. Absolutely, absolutely. For Lisa from Tempest Wrestling and Hans Vanderkill, I'm D Rock. You guys take care. Bye bye. Blue.